The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, remember the time that I saved your life at the Home Goods when there was flying vases off the shelves and like they were breaking and like all the glass could have shattered and cut you, but I saved you. Remember that? I remember the time that you knocked a vase over. <laughs> yeah. That happened. And that. it was the cute one too. It was the cute one. I was like reeling over that for the rest of the day. The lady was so nice about it though. She's like, Very it happens nice. all the time. Don't worry about it. All I'm sure time. it does happen all the time considering how many vases they have at that store. They're- Did you think about that like since that day? No. Why would I? I like <laughs> I think about it often. Why do you think about it often? People drop things. Feel- Guilty. I don't know. I have issues. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. What's done something? I also wasn't the one that knocked it over, so I don't I don't know why I would think about it. It just happened and then I moved on. You moved on with your life. That's great for you. (laughs) That's usually how I operate. Have you ever heard the the saying, um, if you have an issue, here's a tissue? No. Uh Oh. It's not a nice thing. That isn't a nice saying at all. Do people yeah, say that nice. to you? 
I think people have said that before. That's so mean. I know. Aww. Got plenty of tissues right here. <laughs> Over there. Yes. Um, so we're recording a little bit late this week. Uh, you you people might not notice. We will probably post the same day we record, but I was not feeling well earlier this week. I had like a massive headache like two days in a row. Not fun. But we're here now. Um, we're baby. And we are recording, talking about Boy Meets World, season three, episodes six and seven. Um, excited to be here talking on it's 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 odd it's a thursday we usually don't record boy meets world on thursdays but we're here yeah the pe the people were concerned that um it was all over for us but it's fine we're (laughs) here people the people were concerned um but by people drew asked if it was the end of our podcasting journey (laughs) because i was like not feeling well one day yeah like so are you guys done now i'm like i don't I'm, think so i'm glad that he has such faith in our <laughs> us as a podcasting duo but that's all it would I take just think, i just think that he you know he knows how famous you are now yeah so he's like okay sure. sarah like it's time to ditch you i'm pretty sure that drew probably doesn't even know my last name like Mm-mm. yeah no, I, I'll. Well, we could test him later. <laughs> yeah, we should oh. ask him. Like, ask him my last name. Ask mm-hmm. him maybe my husband's name. That might be fun. Um, okay, and then my dog's name. Three names. Okay, and see what he knows. Um, I think that he'll probably only know your last name. I thought you were going to say that he'll only know Winston's name, which would be very he, funny. I don't even know if he knows about Winston. But. Oh. I'm insulted by that more than I'm insulted by him not knowing my last name. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're here talking. I have a 90s nightcap tonight, by the way. I picked these up. Shut the... Are you joking? No, why? Do you not have one? No, I don't have one, but you... I was not expecting you to have well, one Well, I wouldn't have probably, but we, like, we're coming home from Long Island. We had to go to a wedding. Um, So we were coming home, and we stopped at a gas station, and I saw these out, and I was like... I have not had that, and now I want to try it. I'm drinking an Angry Orchard hard cider, but it's like strawberry. Oh, how is that? Um, here's the thing. It's not bad, but I also like, I don't, <laughs> I famously just like don't read cans of things before I buy them. It does taste very sugary. Like there's a lot mm. of like, it, you, there's like, I don't know if there's fruit juice in it, but mm-hmm. I could taste that. And that's not my favorite. Um, uh-uh. I'll forgive it more in a hard cider versus a hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. I, I prefer a regular hard cider. But I'll drink them. I got a small pack of them. So. Yeah. I am drinking a Poland Spring water. Uh, Poland Spring. The um, the affiliate to Shit 90 yes. Shows Tommy. Please sponsor us. We love you. Yeah. Yeah, um, we actually got Poland Spring in like those, you know, those little like bags. It's like a thing now where like you go to a wedding and if you stay at a hotel, they have like a little like welcome yes. bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Poland Spring water bottles in our welcome bag. <gasps> wow, rich. Yeah, bitch. We got that. We got like famous Amos. We got like a Gatorade genius for the night, the day after, like a hangover type of cure. You know, what was the snack situation? Um, there were famous Amos cookies. There was like the little. Mm-hmm. It is the biggest bag of um, gummy bears I've ever seen in my life. And it was the most adorable oh. thing. Um, there was Advil in there. Again, wow. genius. Yeah. Um, yeah. My 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 snacks are like popping off this week. Your snacks are popping off? Oh, yeah. In what way? Popping off. I got 
I got pretzels. I got tortilla chips. I got Smart Pop. I got um, what type of um, potato chips? What type of pretzels got, do you buy? I got two kinds of pretzels. I got the Schneiders, and then I got isn't it Schneiders? The Schneiders. The Schneiders. <laughs> Schneiders, and then I got uh, Shoprite's pretzels. I got two pretzels. I like those like thin ones i don't really like pretzels unless they're like they're pretty much a vehicle to get dips into my face so like i like the like thin ones that have because they're too dry for me like a pretzel is a dry Mm, snack and i don't really like it's a dry snack yeah 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 so we we got pita chips we've been popping off with oh my goodness yeah i i went to your old stomping grounds not yours specifically but a version of your stomping grounds stop and shop yeah passed Mm -hmm. that on my way through the long island they changed their logo again, which I was surprised to see. So the one, yeah, the one I saw, it was like green and red. And I think there was mm-hmm. like a stop sign like yeah. next to it or something. So like that's how it kind of used to look mm-hmm. when I first started working at Stop and Shop. And then like when I got to like college and still worked at Stop and Shop, they switched it to like a basket with like little fruit slices. Okay. And then their cha- their colors changed from red and green to yellow and purple. And now we're back to the stop sign and the red and the green. I feel Can like they obviously it? just wasted a bunch of money on marketing. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, you know what Stop and Shop does not sell? Boy Meets pigs. World? Oh, pigs. Oh, well, they do yeah. in a different form. <laughs> shh, shh. Don't tell little Corey yeah, that. Right here. Um, he can hear you. Talking about, to me, this was a very memorable episode of Boy Meets World. Yeah. Season three, episode six, this little piggy. Um, Sean has a pig. Sean has a pig in school. Uh, he found it munching on Uncle Sal's peg leg. Uncle Sal was yeah, still attached. At the trailer park. No, but like, just think how sad this is. Like, Sean is like rummaging through his old like stomping grounds at home. Like... Misses his family, goes back to like Yum. his trailer park, and just is like wandering the streets. Like, there's nothing sadder when like you go back to your old house, like that you moved from, and it's even sadder when there's no house to go back to. Yeah, just a pig, a cute, a cute pig, a cute pig, a cute pig. Yeah, yeah. So Sean's very pumped about the pig. I mean, he's not great uh, with his previous animal upkeep, but we're going to. Ignore that. He is good yeah. to little Corey. Yeah. He thought he had a fish. He actually had a turtle. Um, pigs are more maintenance. So I feel like you'd have to pay attention to a pig. His name is mm-hmm. little Corey. Cute. Adorable. We stand. We love it. Yeah. Named after Corey. Of course. Because he misses Corey because Corey has been spending way too much time with Topanga. Honestly, relatable content. Everybody, yeah. this happened to everybody in school. Uh, as soon as one of your friends got a significant other, usually mm-hmm. they were zapped from your life for at least a few months. Um, and they spent yeah. most of their time with that new, uh, the new, yeah. you know, significant other. So, And that conversation is always the worst when you're like the, I on either side, when yeah. you're like going to your best friend and you're like, look, like, Ever since you started dating X, I haven't seen you yeah. at all. Like, nobody likes giving or receiving that talk. Yeah. Oh, the good news is Corey recognizes it, right? Like, he realizes yes. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows that, like, Sean doesn't have a ton of people in his life. I mean, he's a popular guy. But when we count the number of people he's very close to, it's a very small number. Um, yeah. And so... 
uh, Topanga comes in, inserts herself into the situation, and she says, you know, little Quirry needs a nice home. He needs a proper home where he can run around. Here's the thing. She's not wrong. (laughs) She does some things that are not great this episode, but like I do think she's correct. Like Turner's apartment is not a place for a pig. A school certainly is not a place for a pig. This pig is tiny and cute right now, but it's a piglet. Like it is going to get big. Yeah. So, um, you know, the whole concept of mini pigs, um, which were like really huge in the last five years, yeah. is actually a myth. Apparently, there's no such thing as miniature pigs. They all, yeah, they all like get a big. Marketing scheme. They all get big. There's no like dwarf pigs. Like um, Ariana Grande got a pig, got two pigs, a few pigs. Um, no pigs. We don't see any pigs. Pig, 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 pig pigs now, do we? She definitely sold them to like a farm for like a bunch I think of money. That yeah, I think they're called like. Um, I think she named one like Biggie Smalls. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Um, they were cute pigs because they were babies. Because they're babies, but, exactly. So it's but, right. It didn't make sense. Like what Topanga's saying is making sense. But I feel like the fact that, first of all, the fact that it's Topanga delivering this message has Sean on edge. He's like, it sounds like you're trying to tell me what to do. And she's like, it sounds like someone should. And it's like, oof, yikes. This is such a bad yeah. situation for Corey to be in where his best friend and his yeah. girlfriend are not getting along. Yeah, it's it's really a rough spot to be in because honestly, any anywhere you go, it's the wrong. It's gonna bite you in the ass. You're upsetting somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Corey like even makes like an offbeat joke, trying to lighten up the mood. Like guys, lighten up any way you slice it. It's just (laughs) big. That did crack me up. Yeah, neither. (laughs) Yeah, uh, neither Topanga nor um, Sean appreciated that joke have you had this happen before where you're like your bff and your significant other like past or present didn't get along for whatever reason no because drew refuses to hang out with anybody (laughs) at all and that's 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 honestly the main issue is that like trying to get him to hang out with my friends um but how about you? Have you ever been um, in the sitch? Not really. Like, I feel like for the most part, I'm trying to think. I haven't really had a serious issue like this where, like, if they didn't like somebody I was dating, I feel like it wasn't something that I was made aware of. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like this is very blatant, like, fighting in front mm. of Corey. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't really, like, and to be honest, like, all of my friends have always loved Will, so that was never an issue. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, my best friend met him and was like, oh, my God, I love him. He's great. You know? Yeah. Like, but, like, Will listens to the podcast, so I can't even be honest. <laughs> my true thoughts. <laughs> I can't even tell you that so. I fucking hate him. <laughs> uh, yeah. The person that I've never met in person. Mm-hmm. Totally. He, you could just sense him. he's the worst. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, Sean brings the pig, little Corey, to us, to his classes. He has the full schedule. Yes. And he's even trained himself to, whenever you hear the name Feeny, to go into the newly installed 
pig door yes into his locker pigs are very smart animals like i have heard them compared to like dogs in terms of their intelligence um this pig is a genius it's much smarter than sean even like he goes right to the doggy door he's dressed up in like a cute little outfit like he is very cute yes um yeah and yeah like i love them being like oh feeny no farm animals here and he's like the day is young (laughs) 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 who's gonna tell little Corey what happens in biology class oh my god no don't let him watch Grey's Anatomy did you watch Grey's when that whole thing happened no. okay oh there's no. a whole pig situation um, no I don't know any pigs on Grey's Anatomy um yeah and then we have Eric the whole this other side plot is Eric trying to get into like a college called Yale <laughs> Which really I think sounds, I've heard of it before. It sounds like how people will say like Target if they're trying to be like bougie, like Target. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yeah. He has a magazine called Girls of the Ivy League. Uh, it's like, Eric, like, can you just like set your sights on something that is actually attainable for once? <laughs> yeah. So like Feeney's trying to say like, you know, Yale is no party school, mm-hmm. even with the girls on the raft. Um. He tries to explain to Eric that Yale has the highest admission rates in the country, which I do think is actually true. I think that's harder to get into Yale than Harvard. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it switches year to year. They're probably they're very similar, though. I would mm-hmm. definitely say, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Not that I would. And then I think so, I think um, sometimes Princeton's in the mix. Yeah, uh, all those as Ivy well. League schools I imagine are kind of along the same lines. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's- but I think anybody can get into Harvard. <laughs> Ada Harvard. Yeah, um, anybody. You know what's funny is that, like, I really, like, I don't know. Some of these jokes, like, I feel like we're getting into, like, some really great Eric content. I really especially yeah. love him and Feeney. Like, this this season especially is where we're seeing a lot of the, like, Feeney-Eric relationship blossom. My, yeah. One of my favorite lines of the episode, Feeney, I need you to answer a yes or no question. How many people get into Yale every year? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like the best of Feeny, like feet in this season. Yes. He's just so funny. He is. Um, I, I'm enjoying yeah. it so much, especially when oh, he's yeah. with Eric. Like it cracks me up. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this bathroom guidance counselor's office, men's room is now back to being Feeny's office again. Yep. Yeah, I think it changes again next episode. Ridiculous! It's ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, so basically he's like uh, Feeney knows the guy and Eric's like, oh, if you know a guy, then you can help me get me in. Right. And it's like, I don't know. That's not how Yale works. Like, no, not at all. If you're like maybe on on the cusp. Yeah. But like not you, Eric. I can't get you into preschool. Um, yeah. So this is an interesting scene that happens next because Turner's sleeping on the couch and little Corey's like making out with him. Yeah. And he keeps saying Catherine. Now, correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, but is a Catherine the same thing as a cat? And is Turner hung up on his failed relationship with Kat. I had the same thought that, like, either yep. he's dating a new Catherine or, like, he's having a sex dream about Kat. I think that Kat is hard to forget. Yeah. I think that he messed up big time. I think that Turner knows that. Now he has to hang, um, hook up with random blondes from the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I think that he misses the warm embrace of Kat forgot her last name. 
and her yeah i don't remember title i don't remember either but i i totally agree and like here's the thing he like he's like oh you can keep little Corey, but he's all yours. I don't want to hear from him. How the fuck are pigs allowed in this apartment? Like, dogs uh, are barely hidden. allowed. Farm yeah. animals are going to be allowed in apartments? I don't think so. No, it, it, it's definitely like a hidden situation. This is such a dad or a parent thing. You can have a pet, but I don't even want to look at them. Right. A classic. A classic. So, um, Sean is... You know, bottle feeding the pig. So cute. And Corey comes in with a with a present, and uh, it's a squirrel piggy bank. Sean is like, really? And he's like, well, I, I didn't think it would be right to like put metal into a pig's back. Like that's kind of <laughs> offensive. Yes, poor little Good Corey. Gift. Um, I love when he's like, oh, uh, little Corey, like, go, you know, go. We need to be alone for a second. <laughs> um, and he has a book, What to Expect When You're Raising a Pig. Um, <laughs> like, ridiculous. And yeah, but he's like, you know, he's like being a very good pig dad. He is like he to be fair to to Sean, even though I will say that, like, I don't think an apartment is a good place for a pig. Um, like he's yeah, of course, he's being great. Like he's feeding him. He's taking care care of him he's making sure he's like being trained properly it's amazing mm-hmm. um yeah. but sean is still upset because he's like it's none of topanga's business like she doesn't need to be involved with any of this and Corey basically wants to be switzerland he doesn't want to be yeah. on anybody's side he wants to be firmly neutral yeah 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 so um this is already causing a rift like he can't hang out with Sean and Topanga at the Chubbies at the same time like there's some some issues of brewing so uh he, Sean is like doesn't really get what Topanga's beef is little Corey left a little poo in <laughs> on Turner's pillow no, just a little poo uh it's a big issue it makes it cuter if you call it a little poo (laughs) a little poo what Um, does pink poop look like is it like dog poop i would guess so i don't think it's like rabbit poo i mean that would be better than what else it could be don't jessica i see you typing don't don't google pig poo i want to know what it looks oh okay it is kind of like dog poo yeah, it's, it looks a little bit bigger, but he's a small pig, so it's probably small. We we don't we. I'm not gonna yeah, like. Tell, I'm not gonna show people. I I just want to know for my own purposes. You just want to know for your own record. Yes, I understand. Um. So yeah. Uh, we're back at the Matthews residence. I yeah. again another wonderful Eric Feeney interaction. Imagine finding you here. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> Why is Feeney pruning his garden at 10 p.m.? This bitch the, is out at all times of the day to do his gardening. Yeah. The azaleas don't need pruning at midnight. Listen, They'll be okay. The azaleas sleep for nobody. Like, he needs to take care of this. Also, did you notice? Yeah. I feel like this fence has never had a gate before, and all of a sudden we had a gate. Well, I mean, we Feeney needs access quick access he can't he's getting older he can't be jumping over the fence like in his youth yeah maybe he was like yeah. if i put in a gate i can like bribe them to do more gardening yeah. for me oh yeah yeah um speaking of bribery <laughs> yes er- eric bribes or attempts to bribe vini with two box seats to the opera i'm like very curious as to how much he spent on this 
Mm. Like it has to be expensive to go to the opera. Yeah, the right? old Lincoln Center. Lincoln Center opera. I mean, obviously operas. I don't think opera has um come back yet. I have been to the opera. Was it good? Did you what did you oh, see? Carmen. It was phenomenal. Um I got invited by one of my friends and her mom to go to the opera oh, at um, in New York City. I don't know how much opera tickets are, but oh, hold on, tickets. It has to tickets be at the Met. fairly expensive. Um, especially yeah. like Eric. I mean, we haven't heard much about him working. We kind of assume he's back to working at the grocery store. Um, mm-hmm. but I love that he just is like he drops them and he's like, Ugh, yeah, Ugh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not very swift. Um, he Feeney does not pick up nobody's tickets. No, that's for sure. No. Um, and Feeney decides that, oh, Eric, if you really want to like educate yourself and you know be more well rounded for college, then like come with me to the opera. Mighty big of Feeney because I feel like he could yeah. like eat easily get a date with Miss Dentist um, to the opera or like bring a colleague or a friend or Mm -hmm. someone who's going to enjoy the opera instead of like using this as like a teaching opportunity, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he is wanting Eric to expand his um, horizons and, you know, get some culture in him. So pick up at 730. Who's driving? Uh, I mean, does, Co- Feeney, does we know we we know that Feeney is a crazy driver. <gasps> yeah, he's gonna put on his gloves and like his glasses yep. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, Feeney is a speed demon. Um, we know that he's he a likes man. a fast a fast car. Yes. Um, we have the chubbies now. No, nothing nothing works better to attracting women than your pig. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, like, eating, doesn't he have him, like, on the pool table, like, munching? Yeah. Like, damn. Munching on the snack. All these places have such lax rules when it comes to pets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, what is little Corey eating? It looked like potato wedges. Okay, fine. A veg. We love it when a pig eats healthy. (laughs) Do we? Yeah, pigs eat anything. Like that's what I've heard. Apples. That's like, oh yeah, I've seen them eat apples. Yeah, apples. Um, um but yeah, like yeah. Sean brought little Corey and Topanga's there, and she has like an issue with it. And this is the thing: is like they get into a huge argument. I really don't like how Topanga handles this because I feel like she puts Corey in the middle more than Sean does. Like she's like, Corey, back me up here. And yeah. I, really, I, did, I just didn't like this. Yeah, like, you know, she really is butting herself into this. Like, she doesn't even, you know, hear Sean out about, you know, all the reading that Sean's been doing, especially his new book, Farm Animals Make Great Pets. Yes. And that's how he knows that farm animals make great pets. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's like, talks about like, you know, you like him now that he's small and cute, but what happens when he gets big? Um, and yeah. yeah, she forces Corey. They, I mean, they both do, to be fair. I just think fair. she's, I, I'm just doing this yeah, based no, on memory. She's like, the she's aggressor. the first one who's like, yeah. Corey, back me up here. And then Sean is kind of yeah. like, Corey. But yeah, I just, and then Corey ends up taking Topanga's side. It's kind yeah. of like, 
after a lot of hemming and hawing, though, yeah. um, his Libra upside was strong this <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, I yeah. mean, to be fair, even a Leo would have a tough time with this, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, choosing between your best Making, friend and your... Trying to make everybody happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Corey takes Topanga's side. To, and then Topanga's like, let's go eat somewhere else. It's like, bitch, like, you gotta, like, really dig the knife that deep in the back. Like, come on now. Yeah. Uh, Corey's apologetic. And Sean's like, you better go. You don't want to keep your girlfriend waiting. Yeah. I mean, I kind of understand Sean's side. Like, I think that to take someone else's side is a big thing. Like, at least remain mm-hmm. neutral, right? Like, he took a side. He didn't remain neutral. They wouldn't. Have, they would have like really. Because, but then you piss off both people. Like I mean, obviously yeah. that's the right choice. But like, no, um, you certainly would be pissing yeah. off both sides. I guess there. But like, maybe he feels like he'd have an easier time because it to me it seems like he sees both sides of the argument the whole time. Yeah. Right. Like there's merits to both both people's points. But I think yep. maybe he feels like he'd have an easier time repairing things with Sean than he would Topanga because he's, he's, yes. you know, quote unquote, been with Sean longer. He's been friends with Sean longer than he's been dating yeah. Topanga. Yeah. But like Sean's avoiding his calls. Like, mm. you know, he won't pick up, Um, you know, Alan and Amy are always, their role this season is, Let's just plant them in the kitchen and ask what's wrong every episode. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And most yeah. of the life lessons don't end up coming from them. But we get yeah. like uh, the masking him. It's wrong. He said, I took Topanga's side. And Alan says, of course he did. He's a guy. Um, and we have Amy saying you shouldn't have taken sides. Um, yeah, back to hitting. Don't like no, it. No, more hitting happens. Um, I think it's Alan who says it's not easy in the real world. And then we see Eric walking through. And he's like, it's easier in his world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's, he's going like, to Yale. I'm going to Yale. Um, so, yeah. Um, basically, it's very confusing. Like, I mean, there is no, once again, there's no right decision here. It's it's a very tough. So we get little Corey and Sean are eating alone in the lunchroom. Corey tries to make amends and, you know, apologizes again. And he doesn't want, like, anything to get in between their friendship. And, you know, Corey says it's only a pig. And it's not only a pig. Like, Sean's, it's like, you know, it's only a pig to you guys. But to me, it's like, I know this pig's story. Like, I'm empathizing with this pig. Like, this pig was abandoned at the trailer park. Um, Like, his owners just drove off. He's all alone. He has no family. He has no home. He's got nothing. And then we see what the deal is with Sean and the pig. He sees himself as the pig. The pig is he and he is the pig. Exactly. He feels like I should show this pig some love because I don't feel like I got that in my time of need. Um, And so he really, yeah, he's projecting onto this pig. Um, Hard projecting on the pig. So um, Corey goes to visit Sean at Turner's and he has invited Topanga over. He wants them to get along and he says, I'm bringing her here so she can see how wonderful this home is for little Corey. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and he was giving little Corey a bath. Very cute. Very, very loving and taking care of his pig. Yes. And um, this is when Topanga gets there. She leaves the door open. Little Corey escapes. That pig leapt 
real far from that scene. I'm worried about little Corey's legs yes. after that big leap. That is a big jump a for jump. a little Corey. And Turner, luckily Turner is there to pick him up. Topanga says this is what happens when a pig lives in the city. Again, she's not wrong here, but her approach is is very wrong. Like, because the next thing she does is she calls animal control. Really harsh. Just, just completely I don't like out it. of line. Yeah, like, you know, she, I, I just feel like this is so wrong. Like, I, it's just so, like, terrible. It's not your place to do so. Yeah. It's, I feel like it is in character for Topanga as our little, like, social justice warrior. Yeah, the one thing I would say, though, is, like, and I, I don't know anything about animal control, but, like, what do they do with the animals that they take? Because uh, I they feel- claim that they rehome them into a good home like yeah. i don't know like maybe we need to connect little Corey to a uh the philadelphia pig rescue that's what i was thinking is like yeah it, i feel like topanga would be more in character to reach out to like a farm and see if they would take little Corey versus like yeah. a pest control animal control company yeah. um which it just seems very harsh and very sudden mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this sends Corey over the edge And he's like as much as I love you That wasn't right I have to go with Sean And, and help him hide little Corey Because this that was not okay What you did And yeah. Topanga seems like She kind of almost immediately regrets it um, Because Turner basically says What you said before You know when you've had the life Sean has had Sean needs the pig more than little Corey needs Sean And so I mm-hmm. felt like He's really It's really important to him I can let him have it And this is when Topanga's like Oh shit Like what did I just do Yeah Big mistake Big mistake Huge We're at the opera <laughs> Huge um, <laughs> Yes At the opera Yeah I love this scene um, Eric's bored It's been 10 minutes He's like It feels like it's been hours um and uh, throwing stuff off the balcony yeah i did like this line although i find it a little strange at this point in their relationship that feeney says the only deal i've made is to be your teacher and friend and i'm like friends since when are you friends bro you're you not friends no no in five years you friends but not right now exactly it seems a little sudden to drop the f word like that um but you know feeney's Feeney's rushing into things a little bit. Yeah, he's de- yeah. he's DTRing too quickly. I think. Yeah, he um he's been thinking about this moment with the Matthews boys <laughs> for a really long time, and he just thought that he would just yeah. jump in. He jumped from acquaintance to friend too quickly. Um, <laughs> well, teacher, yeah, teacher to friend. Thing. He really he's like I don't no. know, but yeah. So he says friend, no friends. Um, no. Eric finally he's like, oh, I came here for nothing. But then he hears music. That he recognizes from Bugs Bunny, the ba 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 ba. So he gets like really, really into it, yeah. and I think that that's like sometimes like that's kind of what I liked with like when I saw Carmen. It was like music that like you recognize. That's how, or like if you go to the opera or the ballet and they're doing like the you know Swan Princess or the Nutcracker. It's like that's kind of like good gateways to get you opening your eyes to like more cultural things that you would not normally be into or Cinderella. Did I say Cinderella? No. 
Cinderella, they do an opera of Cinderella and a ballet of Cinderella. Yeah, it's more like, like relatable to people who wouldn't mm-hmm. otherwise be probably going to the opera. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love this scene for and Eric. By, well, by the way, yeah. if you didn't know, they have um, at the opera, they have closed captions if it's in like a different language no, or Italian shit. or That's Spanish. Amazing. So that you can understand what's going on. That is amazing. So anybody, anybody can enjoy the opera. Yeah, and Eric really does seem to. This is kind of the point where we see him enjoying it. Um, yeah, we're back at the Matthews. Little Corey is being hidden there. They think this very, is a great plan. No, it's very obvious. It's, it's very like obvious. this is like also, the. Of course, she would go but there. Here's the thing: does Animal Control really give a shit? Is it, I feel like Animal Control goes to the address they're given, and if there's not an animal there, they're like, "Okay, see you never, bye." Like this guy is obsessed with this pig. Like he the, wants that yeah. pig. This guy, this is what happens when you give, like, little people big responsibility. They, like, abuse their power. Oh, he is high on his fucking shit. Yeah. This is, um, I don't know if anybody recognized him. This is the guy from Home Improvement. I don't know, Sarah, did Uh you recognize him? Yep. Yep, I did. I I forget his name, but he's the, like, the helper, the Tim, Tim Allen's uh, um, guy on the... Home Improvement show. Yeah, he's he's yeah, like uh, I'm trying to look up his name right now. Al Richard Carr. Richard yes. Carr is the actor's name. Yeah, so he yeah. plays the um, animal control guy. Uh, I love the the threat. Kindly vacate my home, or I will call the animal control control people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know, I thought that was funny. He had he does he uh, doesn't even have a, a badge. Which honestly, if you don't have a badge, then you're not entering my home. No, that's the thing. Like trespassing, dude. Get the fuck out of yep. here. Um, yep. and accidentally, Sean says Corey's name, and little Corey comes running down the stairs. So cute. Um, and the guy goes to take him. Uh, he offers to slip Sean a 20-foot boa instead. Um, yeah. This seems below board and does not, you know. Yeah. Know. Uh, yeah, and I do not want little Corey in the truck as the 20-foot boa. True. He could eat him. We have That is unsafe. And you know what? You know what happens with boas? They disappear for a while and you don't find them. <laughs> Yep, yep. I've heard so many stories about people saying how many how many snakes do you think live in the New York City sewer system? Oh, oh no, yeah. That's why people yep. always look at the toilet before they sit down because they're. I'm afraid. sure you've never thought about that before. I don't live in New York City, so I don't yeah. think about that often. But um, once again, if anybody has any snake stories, please send them my way. Um, I still love snake stories. Um, yeah. Love it. We'll never forget all the snake stories. Yeah. So Sean is saying goodbye to little Corey. He promises to come visit. He says, here's looking at you, pig. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is when Topanka comes barging in. So we find out that her and Corey have been dating for two months. I think this is like the first time we actually have put a timestamp on it. But I, I feel like we were... We, we were around there. around that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Topinka yeah. says she found its owner. Here's the owner. It's Turner. Yay. Um, so Turner is acting as if it is his pig. He says, you know, um, you know, I have a place out outside the city. Um, the snake ran off. It belongs to my boy Zed. Shout out Brooklyn um, Zed. Yeah, yeah that Brooklyn, was fun. Brooklyn Zed. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have a snake? <gasps> yes. Does Brooklyn Zed have any snake stories? Zed has a cat um, named, mm. I believe it's Spooky. Uh, it's a black cat. I think I think spooky its name snake? Is, is, is Spooky. But yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Shout out to Zed. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, and at first, obviously, the pest control or the animal control guy doesn't really believe him. But he's like, all right, here's your pig. Yeah, not going to not going to argue. Um, the offer for the boa still stands. Yeah. Um, a, he does not have a card. So Turner, you know, hands off little Corey to Sean. Um, we 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 try to figure out like he's like, why did you change your mind? And Topanga says, you know, it's not my pig, it's yours. I've known you for as long as I've known Corey. You're not just my boyfriend's friend, you're my friend too. I mean, sure. Sure. I think it's a nice sentiment. I don't think that's always correct. I think it's more likely to be correct when you're in high school than it is when you're adults. Like, there's so many times when you could be friends with somebody and... You know what I mean? Like, for example, right? Like, I don't like hang out with Drew and like talk to Drew all the time just because we're friends. Like, I don't think it necessarily transfers. But I agree right. that like at the age they're at does kind of make sense. Yes. So we good. Like, there's no beef. Like, we are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Never see little Corey again, I don't think. Where thing. did little Corey go? I, I do not know. I want to say he, like, escaped the apartment and, like, headed back to that, like, barbecue rib joint. Or yeah, the he's the, the freaking pig was ha- trying to go to the barbecue shop. Yeah. Where is little Corey? Poor little Corey. Um, Boy meets world. We don't know where little Corey no, is. we never see him again. We never hear about him. No. Um, nope. We're back at the opera for the last scene. Um, I love this. Eric is so excited. More, more, Benissimo. Um, I love how he's like, oh, can we, can we go to the ballet? Like, he's like all about this now. He's so excited. Um, and I love, he's like, oh, I'm waiting for something big to happen. And Finney's like, nothing big happens. It just ends. Mm -hmm. And then the fat lady sings. And he's, oh, we can go now. I I love that. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Little Corey comes back. Little Corey reappears in the fifth season during the episode Raging Corey. He's seen living in Sean's closet after his brother says that not even a pig would live in Sean's room. This is being said. Oh, this. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's being said is unclear whether or not this is intended to be the same little Corey as the adult pig used is black to its original pig's pink coloring. Do pigs change color? Um, quite possibly. <laughs> we need so, a pig expert. Pig experts, let us know. Okay, so we'll see little Corey in the future. Interesting. Two, well, little when little Corey becomes big Corey. So you're telling me Sean's had a pet pig years for five seasons. Ridiculous. Sure. Um. Why not? What did you think of this episode? 
I mean, I thought it was fun. Like, it, you know, it's not like, you know, pulling any heartstrings, but I think it's like a classic, like, silly, fun episode of The Boy Meets World. But yeah. I mean, what's not to like about little Corey? No, I think I it's think, I think it's cute because it has like some fun elements and there's a pig mm-hmm. and everything. But you also mm-hmm. do have like that, yeah. uh, you know, deeper kind of like reasoning behind it. A sprinkle. Yeah, we get yeah, like a little got... moral of the story, you know, like yep. typical. This feels like old school boy meets world, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then we get like, I really like the Feeny yes. and the Eric moments. And like, I feel like we like... hardly ever like those. I feel like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, those like storyline we... B, yeah. we're always usually we like, like, we don't care about this. Who cares? This I thought we both, it was very funny. We liked it. Yeah, like last season, season two, we spent a lot of time. Feeny and Turner were our like comedic relief right um we you know they used eric as well now we view now we have feeny and eric which we'll see like that relationship like outlasting the test of time right i like it um and i think it's fun too because like this is like because we know what's to come in the future it is nice mm-hmm. to see like the origins of it you know yes so. yeah totally um and then yeah um I liked, you know, I, uh, like the Topanga, like, you know, I don't know. I didn't really like it, but it's nice to see that she's not like perfect. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we can say negative yeah. things about Topanga. She's not always yeah. perfect. So like ultimately is the, if you're in the situation that you're like Corey was in, what's your best approach? What do you do? I think I get them in a room and or maybe I I think I approach them one on one first, right? I approach okay. Sean on his own and I approach T- Topanga on their on her own. And mm-hmm. I kind of say like, "Listen, I think this was this person's concerns. They just weren't wording it in the best way, right? Like Topanga wants a good home for the pig. She doesn't think that an apartment is a suitable place for the pig to live." To Sean. And then mm-hmm. to 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 Topanga, you say, "Listen, like this pig means a lot to Sean. Like you don't necessarily understand like what he's gone through more recently and and kind of like give them more background information and then you bring them together I think it all escalated very quickly without either one of them really understanding the reasoning behind their actions you know yeah would you take sides could you take sides uh I mean I think if they're putting you in a position where they're like choose a side I mean I think ultimately Topanga's right I just don't think she goes about it in the right way I think she's correct Mm. in that an apartment is not a place for a pig especially like we talked about earlier like this pig is gonna get massive like it needs to be on a farm not in an apartment um so yeah I think ultimately I definitely agree with Topanga while I don't agree with how she approached I, I think the calling the animal control might have been a step too far. Yeah. Call a farm. You know what I mean? Have Sean visit with the pig to the farm or something. You know what I mean? Take a bus. Go visit the, the farm and see. Or have them come visit you and kind of like make you feel okay about the whole situation. I don't know. I think there's definitely other yeah. ways she could have handled this. But then again, mm-hmm. nowadays, probably easier with the internet and everything else to find people. Maybe she just had a yellow book and was like, I don't know what else to do. Like a phone book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. To give her a little bit of credit, I guess. Uh, We we don't exactly know. You know, they're in the middle of Philadelphia. How many many farms do they know of? Um, Exactly. But yeah. Uh, Next episode, we have a bit more of a serious one, I think. Uh, Season three, episode seven, Mm -hmm. Truth and Consequences. Even the name. It's like very yeah, serious. very very serious, <laughs> very serious. Yes, um, we know that uh, we have 
Corey and Sean are filming a project for Eli's class. They're talking to the ever cheerful Bertha, um, who's making red jello uh, for the cafeteria. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's her like specialty. Her delicacy yes. is red jello squares, not even with vodka included. No, and they're not the like, nope. I forget what they were called when I was a kid. Jello jigglers. Did you have jello jigglers? Uh, yeah, like jello jigglers. Was that just jello, but like you had like a cookie cutter? Yes, essentially. Yeah. We had these like mm-hmm. make, I don't know why it seemed like so exciting as a child because literally it's just jello in the shape of something. Um, but yeah, we used to get really excited about jello jigglers. Je- I mean, jellos, I have the jello. I have the jello in my refrigerator, lime jello, because I don't know why we were talking about that at one point, and then I got a craving for lime yeah. jello. So it's there. It's there, 10 calories for one Jello cup. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, better than ice cream in terms of calories. Oh, I, I mean, obviously, it's not better in terms of taste. I mean, now. like, sometimes you get, like, a hankering for lime Jello. Sometimes you do. Sometimes <laughs> I do. I just like the lime flavor. So, um, we, you know... Apparently, this is not satisfactory for Eli. He does not like, you know, this interview. The boys don't like the interview. They're like falling asleep in class to their own work. So um, they stink. Every, you know, the whole situation stinks. Topanga is such a good hype girl, though. He's like, I think that the kid, you know, the people have the right to know how their food is prepared. Corey did an excellent report, and then Eli is like, "You guys are an item, aren't yeah. you?" I love this. I love like a uh, like a uh, smart Eli figuring this out, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "I love the way he says it too." He's so like sly about it. Um, yeah, and then he ma- he's like, "She's a good one. She's a keeper." Yeah, you got yourself a good woman. Yes, uh, but he makes them redo the assignment because this is yeah. trash. <laughs> Yeah, I want a news story. Jello is a news as he like throws the VCR tape across the room and it smashes uh, off the. <laughs> I mean, this would be like the ideal, you know, dramatic scene. Yeah. And he like pounds his fist on the floor or on the ground or on his desk. I want a news story. Bring me the news story. Yes. So they got they got to redo it. Yes. And their first thought on what news is, is a dancing woman in a towel across the street from Turner's apartment. I mean, uh, this is... Oh, hold up. Is this before Ugly Naked Guy from Friends? Um, Same year. Who started watching people from the windows? <laughs> I mean, to say. from the beginning of time, honestly. Hard to say. The Egyptians probably started that. Yeah, everybody, everybody started that. Um, yeah. And Turner comes in and he's like very upset with them. He's like, exploiting someone's body isn't news. But then, of course, they turn on the news. And it's mm-hmm. all about um, like breast enlargement surgery is bigger, better is what the guy said. It's like, OK, all right now. Yeah. Um, interesting. This woman, by the way, 530 on the dot. Everyone knows what to expect. Why? Like 530 is a weird time to me to like take a shower and dance around in a towel. She this is she gets home from work and she takes a shower. People do that. 
after I, I guess mean, it not depends now because we literally don't leave our houses. I anymore. wonder. I guess if you're like in a a job that you're on your feet all day and you're kind of getting grimy, I guess I could see that. Yeah, maybe she yeah. like is like a waitress or you know something where you're works on your feet. With all kids, day. yes, a nurse works at a hospital. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. they're this is what they think a news story is. Um, but they're eventually going to come on to something much more nefarious. Right. So, um, we're at school. Janitor Bud is talking to a little boy that at first glance looks like a young Corey Matthews. <laughs> and I was like, why did they hire this kid who looks so good? <laughs> he, I don't, uh, yeah. So like this kid's name is Leonard and, um, apparently he is so nervous from Janner Bud yelling at him about God knows what that he has a stomach ache. I or thought maybe that it he was has a stomach ache. Did he puke? I think the whole point was he has a stomach ache. Janitor Bud thinks he's going to puke, so he's following him around. And he says, "I <gasps> okay. still enjoy the chase." Why? Okay. Why would you ever okay. want to see a kid puke? Because he has his big bag of like wood chips ready to like put I on. Literally remember the smell of those <laughs> okay hold on can somebody explain the logic of putting like wood chips and sand like Fucking on the puke gross dude everybody that went to <laughs> elementary school in the 90s remembers a kid pukes they threw like sawdust over it for whatever Why fucking reason and it had a very distinct smell Think smell and i don't why know why did we do that i don't know like i don't know do what does it like absorb the puke and then you later mop it up like just fucking mop <laughs> it so because gross. the smell of that like the wood chip stuff makes me want to vomit because it reminds me of vomit you know yeah and no, i just i just really unclicked a memory for all of you people everyone is gonna be so scarred and traumatized by this podcast please don't let us know me. if you remembered the smell of those wood chips yeah send all feedback to at jessica sterling <laughs> at 12 the or jessica whatever no, yeah. not <laughs> uh, send all feedback there i don't want to hear about the wood chips yeah. or the sawdust whatever yes um, uh, we find out that Feeney <laughs> is interviewing candidates for secretary positions, administrative assistants, as they'd be called now. Only hotties. Only hotties. Yeah. Only young women. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Sounds. I told you we I've been new about this. You did. You did. I say. told you about this. You did. Feeney only hires hotties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is when Corey and Sean are trying to find a scandal. We have Joey walking around the cafeteria trying to sell tires and tube socks. Um, yeah, geez. I need a new tire. I could use that. I hope his his prices are competitive. <laughs> the thing is, is like tires are so heavy. Where are they storing them when they're not in school? Like walking around with them. The endless lockers that are like. That's true. They're so, so big. Deep. Yeah. So deep. You know, enough to fit like 30 kids in there. <laughs> like two big fish. Like five pigs. Um, Five tires. I do appreciate the hustle. I feel like Joey. We didn't see Frankie here, but Joey has good hustle. Yeah, he he's got it. He's got got some crime. He's you know he's no longer lackey. You know, bro. Like we gotta sell the tires. What else are we gonna do? I feel like it's that the elf has come back again. <laughs> the elf. Oh, I forget yeah. his name. It cracked me up. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. We sell the tires. Bada-bing. We sell the tube sacks. 
yes, that's the tube socks. <laughs> why why do we have the tube socks? I don't know. Who's buying the tube socks around here? Um, and they decide they're going to follow Joey because they know. And this, you know what? This is very smart. Follow Joey and there yes. will eventually be a news story to be that's had. That's where the crime is. Yes. Yep. Yep. Meanwhile, we get this saucy lady in a white coat putting up a sign that says dream research study, which I think this is like Turner's classroom. No longer yes. does Turner have a classroom. Oh. Is now the dream research uh, study section from University of Pennsylvania. Why they are going to John Adams High for this research we don't know, but yeah, bear with me. So Air comes around. He wants to make some money by sleeping. Sounds sounds good. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do you remember how earlier we said usually these like story B plot lines are like stupid and we don't care? This falls under mm-hmm. that category of stupid and I don't care. Okay. It's just, okay. it's fine. I hear it's you. Just, like, no, it's stupid. It is and stupid. I don't like care. Eric goes in. He wants to sleep to get money. Great. Fantastic. That's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's an amateur sleeper that wants to turn pro. <laughs> that was like that was, it was a, cute a good line. line. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he wants to, you know, basically they're gonna like, you know, hook things I've up to his this brain, before, hooks things up, watch his rems, and you know, there we go. Like, bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. What a scam! Yes, so we're now at the news show. Uh, I love Topanga. Katie Couric, Katie Couric, Katie Couric. Um, yeah, so this is like this live news show that they're they're doing, and this is why we're like trying to record a story for this. And it's going to be like on like C-SPAN thing. or something. Like it's actually going to be on television. Yeah, after the lady that does like origami. Right, right. Okay. Sure. And I don't know why. Tell me if you remembered this line, because for some reason, this unlocked something in my brain where I was like, I remember saying this a lot when I was a kid, where you have Sean mm-hmm. say, Topanga, you're sweating. I don't sweat. I glisten. Well, you're glistening <laughs> like a pig. Um, you're glistening like a little Corey. Yes. Glistening like a little Corey. I love this line. I remember this. I don't sweat. I glisten. Yeah, I wish I glistened, a, but I, I definitely yeah. sweat. Yes, I, I sweat, too. Is it too soon? To uh, have the line, you're glistening like a pig. I mean, if if little Corey is indeed still with Sean, he probably feels great about it. But yeah, yeah, you would think that he's a little like he doesn't want to bring up the word pig. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to say the word pig around to Pang anytime soon. Yeah. So this is this is interesting. We get some commentary from Amy and Alan about how the origami lady is origamiing. I, this was uh, this was interesting. Um, Feeney is like spectating Eli saying everyone works hard. And, you know, even Corey's working hard because he's still working on his story. And then Feeney questions that Eli has not seen the story that Eli is working. And they're going to, you know, post this on international local television. Right, exactly. It's a piece on Janitor Bud. He hasn't watched it ahead of time, so he has no idea what's even about. Um, Topanga's freaking out because she's about to go live, but she's, you know, freaking great. Um, uh, hello, Philadelphia. Uh, she has natural poise. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we get Bob's book is called Skid Marks. Seems like a questionable name for a book. <laughs> um, yeah, I I liked this. Uh, Corey's picking spinach out of his teeth. Uh, and then we get the uh, we get the infamous footage. 
janitor butt is sneaking out at 2.55, but he gets paid until 5 p.m. because Joey punches out his card for 5 p.m. Now, for those of you who didn't have to do punch out machines like that, I never did. By the time I started working, we had like um, things like credit cards that you would slide to clock in and out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you could theoretically have someone clock you in and out because you could have them swipe your card. That was definitely something that happened. True. No, but okay. So like you did that, but like you had your own passcode at the stop and shop. Um, I don't. Not you. No, no, no. I know. I'm trying to remember if we had passcodes. We might have had passcodes, but it was very easy to like. Oh, true. Like clock me in or clock me out. I'm going to st- I'm going to pretend I Here's stayed all the way. Code. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. And then we see Bud sneaking out. Corey and Sean mm. are like super proud of this news story. Yeah. Um, what do you think about I, this move by? Uh, 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 OK, well, well uh, OK, so this is a very, very, you know, suspicious thing. I think it's not great to, you know, clock out, have a student uh, clock out for you. That is um, very, it's not great. Um, I I think the the only thing is that, like, um, I think that this is a good story from Corey. Like, he, it's, like, legitimate. I like his line, this is the... uh, where where are heroes? Where are heroes? I don't know. What I do know is that the that this is the loneliest mop <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, I, that was a funny line. I love um, it. But yeah, like I think that you know they understood the assignment. They got the story, but you know, Janet Bud's up to no good. Like, what do you think about all of this? I think that like they certainly weren't intending to get him fired. I think that like they just thought this was a hot news story. Yes, yes, it was. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I feel like if you're going to blame anybody, blame Janitor Bud, the full grown adult who's leaving his, you know, leaving work two hours early versus Corey and Sean, who are students trying to do yeah. a news story, which they did. Um, they just didn't understand mm-hmm. the repercussions. I think also blame yeah. Eli for not, you know, watching the yep. story before it airs. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. on the list of people to blame, Corey and Sean are pretty much at the bottom. Third. Yeah, they're third. Oh, they're third, third in line of like, yeah. you know, Janitor Bud and Eli being before that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is so awkward. Like, you know, Sean and Corey are just like so pumped. They think that they good, did a good job and like they go up to like Feeney, Eli and Amy and Alan. And it's very awkward. Yeah, because Feeney basically it's like, oh, it's unfortunate. Now I have to fire Janitor Bud, which I don't think he should have said in front of Corey and Sean also. Like, I feel like yeah. they didn't need to feel more guilty then they already would once they already knew Janitor Bud was going to be fired. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like twisting the knife. It's your fault. Yeah, it's like your fault. Yes. It's like, uh, no, it's not their fault. It, you know, it, it's the fact that, like, Eli should have reviewed the tape before going live. Right. Then he, Eli would have sh- submitted the tape to Feeney. Exactly. This been it wouldn't have been like. Swept under the rug. Exactly. And that's the but thing. The, yeah. It's like, then we find out, then we're at school not the next swept day. swept under the rug, but like it would have not been public. He could have done I mean. something a little bit differently than being forced to fire. Um, oh, Bud. well, that's the other thing. Like this happened, this like, you know, it went on live news. Right. So like you can't really hide that from like the superintendents and like right. the school board. You need to you take know? action. Exactly. His hand is forced. Right. He has to take action. And the next day at school, everyone's pissed at Corey and Sean. I don't know about you. When I was in high school, nobody gave a fuck about the janitors like no one's going to be pissed at anybody for getting a janitor fired like i don't know if janitor <sighs> butt is like infamous and like people love him it never seemed that yeah. way 
we had a janitor that like everyone really loved and like we um gosh i forgot his name but like he was retiring and like somebody made shirts for him and they were selling shirts towards his retirement Wow, okay. So maybe that was yeah. more on the, along the lines of how people felt about Janitor Bud because, like, everybody yeah. seems really, really pissed at Corey and Sean. I think his name was Bill or something Janitor like Bill. that. Sure. And, like, we, like, it was, like, a draw. The shirts were, like, navy. And there it was a drawing of the janitor with, like, a broom or a mop or something <laughs> and, like, a, a bucket. Yeah. And, like, it's we, the like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we, like, we bought... I bought the shirts, but it's like, why are kids buying yeah. shirts to fund a janitor's retirement? Yeah, that's strange. Hmm, this is a, maybe Sus. it was a retirement gift. This seems like a suspicious story. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask my friends about oh my this. Gosh. I don't know about that. And like, I like, oh my gosh, my fa- in elementary school, my favorite thing to do was to go to the janitor's office and clean the erasers because, like, I had like a janitor friend. So I care. <laughs> I, I care about the janitors. Okay. Um, okay, you got it. Like the chalk. Okay, the chalk erasers were pretty lit. I feel bitch. Like, like you would die from something nowadays if you tried to bang that shit together and like you. No, you didn't bang that. it. It was like this machine, and you put it in, and you're like, oh, I've never seen it that back before. and forth. Okay. Yeah, I loved that. That was my favorite thing to do to clean the erasers. Obviously, I had no friends, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, that <laughs> is very clear. I had to make friends with the janitor. Uh, it's true. So we know that Janitor Bud's been in Feeney's office for an hour. Um, he comes out asking for a second chance. We find out he was going to retire in two months with a full pension. So this is where it's like tricky. Sucks to suck. It really sucks. Yeah, because it's like he's almost to his retirement. Um, he, what about the time I saved your life? Apparently there was waxy buildup on the floor. He threw himself at the wax. And he, and mm-hmm. I love how Feeney's like, I thought you were napping. Well, once I was <laughs> down there. <laughs> yeah. It was a funny line. So, um, yeah, but Feeney's hands are tied. Janitor Bud, I gotta escort you out. Thank you for your service. Um, you know, George, ammonia's in my blood. Yeah. No, really, it is. Yeah. Um, and this is when we get like Joey giving uh Sean and Corey a hard time. And they we think that he's gonna have this like great excuse for why Bud leaves at 255. No. He's going mm-hmm. to the track to play the ponies. The joy of gambling was all he had left. It's like, yeah. okay, I don't feel that bad for him then. No. Yeah, Corey doesn't feel that bad. Corey doesn't feel bad. Sean feels bad. Also, not great that Janitor Bud, like, is like, I knew it was you. I'm going to put the janitor's curse on you. <laughs> Suffer. It was great. Um, like, what is the, what do you think the janitor's curse entails? Is it like you always have that smell of that, like, sawdust vomit, like, in your nose? That, like, every bathroom that you go to is not flush. No toilet paper. No toilet paper. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 like, you know, things like that, like, you know, I, I think that we see a little bit like Sean, um, you know, eventually later on in the episode, you know, trips over a plunger. Yeah. Yep. It's the curse. Yeah. It's the curse. Uh, we get a sleep trial. No one sleep cares. trial. No brain activity. She um, wants to run more tests. More, more tests. Moving on. Moving yep. on. Even Bertha. Even Bertha. 
the jam uh, the uh jello lady <laughs> jello queen is, is upset um the bun says i hate you that's pretty impressive to fit Corey's all that hamburger yeah <laughs> um, you know, Corey's still keeping his head high, not that bad. But then we get the slip on the plunger. Uh, nobody wants to sit with them. They're throwing chairs. You can't sit here. Yeah, uh, this is like very intense again for a yeah. janitor being fired for something that he did wrong. It's yeah. very intense. And, you yeah. know, Eli notices it, and Turner's like, oh, you don't think he deserved it? And Eli's like, oh, this isn't the news business. They're kids. And Turner's like, yeah, bro. Like, exactly. Like, this has gotten out of hand. And not for nothing. It was Eli is partially responsible. He gave the assignment. He didn't screen the tapes before they aired. Eli certainly is partially responsible for this. Yes. So um, at home, Corey is venting to his parents about how everyone is treating him terribly. Like, he's a jerk. Amy thinks Corey was in the wrong. Alan thinks Corey was in the right. Very confusing still. Amy feels bad that like Bud only had a few months left until like his retirement. Um, but Alan's like very like black and white. Like he did something wrong. He got punished for what he did wrong. Yeah. Um, Eric comes in and I don't know. They want to do. They want to study him at the University of yeah. Pennsylvania. Sure. So back at school, Topanga is feeling really bad that everyone's giving Corey a hard time. Um, and Corey's like, it's fine. Like, people forget it. Um, but somebody put a giant smelly fish in Corey's locker. This thing is massive. Like, to buy this and schlep it to school and stuff it in someone's locker, like, you must really mm-hmm. despise them. Um, yeah. Yeah, they hate I, I was Bertha. Where do you think oh, the Bertha. fish sticks come from? <laughs> Yeah, because she totally guts the fish and scales it all herself. It's not just like yeah, frozen fish sticks. Gourmet, yeah, gourmet fish sticks. Of course. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Eli approaches Corey. He wants to know how things are going. And Corey defends himself. He says, I was a reporter doing my job. And Eli's like, you don't have a job. You're a kid. You're in school. I'm supposed to teach you about the news, not put you in it. Um, and I, I like this. Like, I, I enjoy Eli kind of apologizing and saying he was partly to blame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this all got out of hand. Yeah. Yeah, I like when people take personal responsibility for their wrongdoings. Yes. Um, And this is when, you know, Eli says, like, there isn't always a clear right or wrong, which, again, like, I I enjoy that Boy Meets World often plays with this because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of shows like to play in black and white of, like, well, this was right or this was wrong. In this situation, there's, like, multiple levels, multiple people involved of of right or wrong here. Um, And I love Corey's line of, I'm a kid. I want it both ways. But I'm a kid. I'm a teenager. Yeah, I'm a kid. I'm a teenager. I want it both ways. <laughs> um, yeah, adults want it both ways, too. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, I yeah. just, I did enjoy this interaction. I, I love the addition of Eli in the show. I think it rounds out. I mean, we have seen it taken away from Amy and Alan and their storylines overall. But I I enjoy having the, like, teacher-student relationship explored more because I feel like, Turner is so close to Sean at this point that it's kind of nice to have like almost like a a, more of like an outsider um, involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Almost like it plays the part of a parent more so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying Eli. Um, I mean, I I, I knew we knew we would. Right. Like we knew we were going to love Eli. So it's no surprise here. But I, I, I love him in this episode as well. And I love like Turner kind of like mentoring him because Let's face it, he did not go to school to be a teacher. So while he knows the subject that he's teaching, he's still learning how to approach the students and how to be a good teacher. 
Yeah, like he wasn't a teacher before. He actually worked in the news before. Right. So he, you know, he doesn't like a teaching license, doesn't have practice. Like this is new to him too. Yes. So. Um, uh, we now are in Feeney's office because Eli and Corey want to talk to Feeney about giving Janitor Bud his job back. Um, Feeney's like, save your breath. I had no choice. I did what I had to do. I love this. Feeney pulling a little short con, not even a long con this time. It's a little minuscule con because in comes Janitor Bud. Janitor Bud, I don't know how this logistically would work. With his pension, it's I don't know either. A job seems like a gray I don't know area. How he got pushed through in the applications, but no hot girl for Feeney uh, as his secretary. Janitor Bud is now the secretary. Um, Feeney has a heart of gold, um, no matter what. Bud is, you know. He's like kind of like a grumpy secretary. Like he's like, you know, the buzzer's on a toy. Coasters, Feeny. Coasters. I love that. Coasters. Yeah. And this is the thing. Yep. At least, you know, no, Feeny has to put up with him for two months and then he can two retire months. and then he will yep. get uh, the secretary, the hot girl secretary he actually wants. Yep. Um, yep. This is the last we see of Janitor Bud. Makes sense because he retires in two months. So. Yep. So bye, Janitor yep. Bud. Um, Thanks for the memes. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, we have the final sleep study scene. People from all over the world came to watch Eric sleep. No, he's not dead. You're one of a kind. The mouse has fears, hopes, and dreams and goals. And you have nothing, Eric. Again, stupid storyline B. Don't really care about it. But I did like um, I did like this episode. I liked the messaging in this episode. Um, I appreciated that, like, there wasn't a clear right or wrong answer. Uh, I, I really mm-hmm. appreciate that about um, just like the last episode, right? Like, I think that the, I feel like now I feel like this is the most I felt like season one Boy Meets World in a while. Um, I'm really enjoying what this season has to offer. It's not like the most iconic episodes of Boy Meets World, but I did mm-hmm. remember both of these episodes um, and yeah. I enjoyed them. Did If you had to pick a, a favorite, which one would you say of the two? Ah, this little piggy. I like I like yeah. little Corey. I do too. I like both of them, but I I like because I liked plots A and B in the first one. I feel like it outranks this one where I was like, I don't care about the sleep study. Yeah, I do too. But I do I I do like some element. I didn't dislike right uh, truth and consequences. Truth and consequences. Consequences. <laughs> consequences. Yes. Um, but um, this little piggy is my preference yeah. if I were to do a rewatch. I agree. I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed both of them. I think that they were both really good episodes. Yep. Um, shall we move on to the fashion hour? Fashion hour. Fashion hour. Um so I have my first set of nominations for the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. Nomination one is Topanga Lawrence. And um, this is when she first meets little Corey. She is wearing such an outfit, a matching set, actually, a matching (laughs) denim jacket with the same wash as her like baggy, like, uh, like little like paper bag pants um, and a belt, all denim. All the same colored light denim. Her hair is very big today. It is long. It is straight. White t-shirt underneath. Uh, what do you think about this little outfit from Topanga? Yeah, she is rocking a Canadian tuxedo. These are these pants are like super baggy too. Um, yeah. I love the like pre-snooky bump that she has going on. 
Um, yeah, this is like super 90s because it's such a light wash jean and yeah. like denim. Um, I like it though. It's very like uh, music video esque to me. I don't know why. It just reminds me of like a dance oh, or yeah. a music video. Like or a little hip hop. Like, yes. She's like, yeah, I can see that. Yes. Yeah. I can see it. Um, next up is. Little Corey. <laughs> Little Corey is wearing some, you know, jeans. He's wearing a little T-shirt that's striped. He has his uh, backpack. Um, I thought this was 90s because of the stripes. It's like seems like it's like a high necked T-shirt. I love um, you justifying like it's high necked on a pig. Um, mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah, I think it's adorable. I love how he has cutouts for his belly and his bum. I yeah. think it's adorable. I feel like it. Uh, it's very matchy. It works well. Mm-hmm. He has, even has a backpack and he has a collar. Yeah, is he wearing a? Yeah, he's wearing a a collar. Yeah, he's so adorable. that everyone knows it's his pig. I love this. I love little Corey. He's quite the fashion pig. Um, mm-hmm. I love this. Outfit. I wanted more outfits from little. Corey. I know. I wish we had seen more. Yeah. Um, and my last nomination is another Topanga pick. This was in um, Truth and Consequences um, in the scene where she is in the bit, you know, like in the classroom saying like how Corey did a fabulous job. And she's once again wearing a jean jacket, but she's wearing a floral skirt, some white um, tights, like opaque tights. And she's wearing her like combat boots, which she wore all the time in season yes. one. And she, her hair is, you know, very, I think it's like maybe like half up, half down, yeah. but it's like very poof, like poofy. Mm-hmm. Lots of poof. Yeah. Like a lots poof. of volume. Yeah. We got, we got a dangly heart earring. We have some jewels. Hey, BTW, do you see her nails are in a French manicure? <gasps> oh, yeah. Interesting. She's definitely yeah. evolving here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this outfit. I feel like now, now that I realize she's wearing a jean jacket in both of these, it doesn't look like Corey's jean jacket. But it is interesting that suddenly now she's wearing a ton of jean jackets. Maybe is it maybe supposed to be? I don't, I don't know. know. It looks more feminine than Corey's does, and it certainly fits better than Corey's would. Um, right. But I love this outfit. I love the return to the combat boots because very season one Topanga vibes. Um, the floral dress with the white tights. I think it's a really cute outfit. Um, definitely 90s. Um, as much as I want to give it to the pig because he's adorable. Um, <laughs> I'm going I have to give it to the first Topanga outfit because it is very like, like you said, like 90s rapper video, like the mm-hmm. denim on denim. It's just it's a look. Mm-hmm. And even still, like I feel like Topanga gets the win regardless. Like I, I could have given it to her for the combat boots that I so loved from season one. Um, yeah, but Topanga has to get the point as much as I love little Corey and I do. I feel like Topanga has it. Corey. Okay. Congratulations, Topanga. Next up is the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. Um, We have a joint nomination. We have um, (laughs) Mr. Feeney and Eric at the opera in matching like tuxedo suits. Like, look how snazzy. We got like a black bow tie. We got the white shirt. Eric is throwing his carnations. You get a flower. You get a flower. 
Um, what do you think of, um, you know, Mr. Feeney and Eric's formal wear? I think this is very cute. I love that they match. Um, I, I just like, I, no, it's it's a very cute thing. Like, I yeah. love the idea of like Feeney being like, oh, well, don't you have a tux to wear? And he's like, no. And he's like, great. We have to leave even earlier to go yeah, get you to something to wear. Yeah. Yeah. I like, we didn't mention this before, but I love how like Eric like does, like does the like oh, the waving. Waves. Yes. Yeah, he's very into it. Really funny. Yeah. Um, next up, we have uh, Corey. Corey is. Um, this is also from. This one's from Truth and Consequences, where he's interviewing uh, Jello Woman. Uh, this is a shirt that I feel like we bought together um, at the Blueberry Commons for my fiance. <laughs> it looks so. It looks exactly like it. It is a blue and like gray, like faded. Um, you know, like uh, like plaid shirt, uh, button down shirt with a white shirt underneath, and yeah, Corey's just looking very modern, but he looks like snazzy. Yeah, like he. This is you know, we are far past season one's color blocking. Like, look how yeah. sharp he looks. I think that like something that we haven't really mentioned as much is like Corey has certainly evolved in his fashion taste, and I'm loving his looks lately. I feel like they are very modern a lot of the time. He wears a ton of plaid. Um. Yeah, I like this. I, I'm not. I we talked about the color blocking. I wasn't a big fan of it. We've evolved mm-hmm. from the dinosaur T-shirt. Even. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like this shirt a lot. I definitely think you could easily go find this in a ton of different stores today. Um, especially with the, like a plain white T-shirt underneath it. Um. Yeah, it looks good. Definitely looks good. Yeah. Um. My last nomination is Mr. Turner. He is wearing a um tank top that has a nike logo big bucks big bucks from the nike very noticeable arm day strong gold watch game gray sweatpants we love a man in gray sweatpants yes um what do you think of mr turner's outfit ignore the hair my god he's a zaddy like he mm-hmm. heard us talking about Mitch Leary on Dawson's Creek and how it's always <laughs> arm day. And he was like, step yeah. aside, Mitch. New Zaddy's in town. And he fucking pulled out the guns. Uh, um, uh, uh. I love this. And I love that there's like a little bit of like chest hair peeking through. It's like a oh, straight up muscle tee. Has the mm-hmm. Nike symbol, which is definitely timeless. Like anybody, mm-hmm. you could definitely see somebody wearing Nike now. Um, and the gray sweatpants, always a classic. You know what? If we noticed that they were like a jogger style sweatpant, that would even send it through the roof. But already, I mean, we all know I'm nothing if not a simp for Mr. Turner. He is getting my point here. I can't not. It's fucking arm day. He's getting Whoop. the point. Arm day every day. Yes. Congratulations to Panga. And congratulations, Mr. Turner, yes. for winning our prestigious fashion awards. Yes. Um, and coming up next week, uh, let's see. We are talking season three, episodes eight and nine of Boy Meets World, another double header, uh, Rave On and The Last Temptation of Corey. Ooh. So exciting stuff. Exciting. Um, as always, we do Dawson's Creek content as well as our bonus content coming up this month. Sarah mentioned it previously. We are talking childhood classics that were books turned movies. Um, we're talking Matilda with Latanya Starks. 
so exciting. That is coming up. Uh, we're recording this weekend. Um, so get your questions in if you have any. Shit90spot at gmail.com. I can't wait to have Latanya on, Sarah. It's going to be so much fun. Me too. Me too. I am very excited. Yes. Um, yeah. That. I mean, I don't really have like much to report. We got um, a lot of exciting things happening for July. And I'm very excited to talk about this next episode of Dawson's Creek. It is a big one um, yes. for us. So, um you want to check that out now's a great time to do so and then yeah just ready to rock and roll yes i think that is all we have if you want to send in feedback ever shit 90s pod at gmail.com and also at shit 90s pod on all social media thank you all for listening we will talk to you all next week for episodes eight and nine of season three of boy meets world have a good one everybody bye shit 90 shows taught me Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.